Today on episode number 432 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, which you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 432, we have a ton of podcast news. We prepare for a giant shipment of snake oil. We've got two questions that you need to ask anytime you have a listener in front of you. And I think I found a theme that will answer all of my questions that will be my dream theme in about a month. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so very, very much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, I'm here to help you tame technology. I'm here to help you massage your message to maximize its impact and get you on the road to pain-free podcast. We talk about all things podcasting. You name it. If it's about podcasting, you're going to talk about it here. I bring my 20 plus years of technical training to the microphone and I flatten the learning curve for you and give it to you in a jargon-free zone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I had a heck of a week. Ready for this? It is somewhat podcasting related. My car blew up. Yeah, not like, wow, there he goes. God love him. No, but uh, I was driving along and all of a sudden my car just started going, well, first the, the oil light came on. I'm like, well, that's weird because I put oil in it last week. And then I stopped because when the oil light comes on, that's not when you ignore. And uh, put some oil in it, got on the highway, started going down the road, and the oil light came back on, and it was going, and I'm like, I don't think that's supposed to do that. And so it's not enough to put oil in it, kids, because uh, I blew my very, 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 very first car, a 1974 Dodge Dart with a maximum speed of 69 miles an hour. It The ladies went crazy for it. Maybe not. And uh, uh, nobody told me about putting oil in a car, so I blew up my first car. And uh, so this one, I was religious about changing the oil in it and, you know, a new filter and an air filter and all that stuff. And my last car got 200,000 miles on it. This one had 175,000, but the last kind of got a little laxed on it and uh, built up a nice level of sludge in my engine that basically kind of ruined it. So that's the bad news. And uh, more bad news is I now have a, uh, I was two car payments away of having that thing paid off. Ick. And, uh, but the cool thing is I'm now the owner of a slightly used 2012 Toyota Prius. And what's cool is it's got a USB uh, link in it, you know, a little uh, pot there for it and an auxiliary jack and air conditioning. And really that was my only two requirements of a car. Do you have an auxiliary jack? Yes. Do you have air conditioning? Okay, we're good. Can I afford it? Okay, good. But what was really cool about it is when I plugged my phone in, there's, there's a button now. It doesn't say radio. It says source. And you have AM, you have FM, you have satellite, you have Bluetooth. And if you use the version that says iPod, even though it's an iPhone, it actually looks at all your playlists. It looks at all your music. And what's cool about it is when you hit play, all those ID3 tags that you put into your uh, audio file, right? All that information we've said in the past that ID3 tags are kind of like, a tree has rings, an ID3 tag. It's just it's just a bunch of text and pictures that you put inside the audio file. Well, this is where it shows up. And I was like, wow, that is that is like way cool. And if they had shown me 
that before I bought it, I would have probably not tried to haggle on the price quite so much. I wouldn't just, just give me the car. I want to go listen to podcasts in that. And so this is an Apple Play, you know, the Apple Car Play, whatever that thing's called, that's coming soon. And this also, if I want to, I can listen to uh, Pandora if I want to burn up my data plan on that. But it was cool. And so I've seen a glimpse a glimpse. Brothers and sisters, I have been to the mountain and I've peeked over and I saw what it's like to listen to a podcast in a car with a, a thing that shows you how much time is left and a pause button. And I went, whoa, this is going to be really, re I was very excited, very excited. Uh, not because I have a new higher car payment that I think my grandchildren will probably finish paying off. Uh, but um, the fact that I'm like, oh yeah, I can see where if I had a choice here, uh, it's podcasting all the way. It's I don't want to listen to that AM and FM and you know satellite. No, sorry. And we think it's cool that you know, we've had these different waves of podcasting, right? We had the the first one. Everybody's going to quit their day job, and then iTunes came along, and that was cool, and and this and that, and and now we're kind of having a resurgence with the the podcasts app from Apple, and now the fact that it's really cool because you can't get rid of the podcast app. But when more cars start to have this and it becomes easier and easier to, uh, to consume podcasts, watch out. Now, I do want to bust some myths there because, of course, I was turning my, uh, my car salesperson, lady, woman, Stephanie, and, uh, you know, because she's like, where do you work and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, I do this and I do this school podcasting thing. That's a little extra income. And... Um, so I asked her what, she, of course, she's into cars. And so I start to pull up podcast app and she's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that going to use my data plan? And I go, do you have Wi-Fi here at the at the shop? And she's like, yeah. And I go, no. I said, you can, you can tell the podcast app only download shows when I am on Wi-Fi. Uh, now, the bad news is it does remind you constantly that your Wi-Fi is not turned on. That drives me bonkers. So Rob Walsh of Today in iOS I need to ask you, how do you turn that off? It's driving me crazy. And then the other thing she asked is, does it take up storage on my phone? And I go, well, yes, but you can go into the podcast app and say, only keep the last one. Don't just store them forever and, and create this big stockpile. And you can stay store the last one, the last two, the last five, the last 10, or just keep them all. And then I have mine set up that the minute I get done playing it and it's done, I've made it through the whole episode, it deletes it. So... She was the first person I've walked into that was really like, no, 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 it sounds cool, but I don't want to use up my data plan. You don't have to. You can download them over Wi-Fi and listen to them in your car, and they're, they're then playing off your phone. And they don't take up a lot of space on your phone. I guess if you had an 8-meg phone, that might be a problem. But, um, you know, the good news is you can adjust all that. And, of course, by the end, uh, you know, I had her tuned into a, uh, a podcast so that's how my week has been, and uh, I'm excited for the future. And uh, let's uh, let's get to some news. A little podcasting news this week. The big word was that Stitcher. Now, if you're new to podcasting, Stitcher is kind of an online directory of podcasts that's very popular on the Android platform. And the thing I liked about Stitcher is you can get it on just about anything, Android, iPhone, iPad, tablets, blah, blah, blah. 
and you could say, these are all the shows I like. And then no matter what device you picked up, it would carry on right where you were. And it was a great platform. I really, really liked it. The bad news is it's free. They didn't charge for it. And the idea was they would occasionally run advertising to help pay for it. And if you have a bazillion people using their app, then by all means, they would, uh, you know, make some money on that. Well, to make a long story short, uh, maybe they didn't have quite as many listeners as they had hoped. They played a lot more ads than I could stand. And so I quit using them a while back. And it had been heavily rumored that maybe they were having just a little bit of problem, which is a bummer because it's a great tool on the Android side. Now, if you're also on the Android side, check out Beyond Pod. That's what I used when I had an Android phone. But they got bought by a company called Deezer. And I'm like, I love that band. I'm like, what? It's not, oh. It's, now, if you're in the U.S., you're like, what's a Deezer? Don't feel bad. Now, everybody in the U.K. is like, what do you mean? Well, a Deezer? De you don't know Deezer? Are you serious? Deezer is uh, this, it's Spotify in the U.K. in a nutshell. And I know it's different, but it's, you know what? For me, it's Spotify. So to say that Stitcher got bought by uh, Spotify if we were to flip it here on a U.S. kind of slant. Uh, okay. I don't really know what that means. I They've already said Stitcher's not going away. Uh, I hope it means that Stitcher is go, still going into cars. I would guess that's why Deezer bought them because they had their foot in the door of being in the dashboard. But De you're like, okay, what is Deezer? Again, it's it's a music subscription service that you can get for free. But right now I go, okay, it's kind of like when, I don't know, Ashton Kutcher was with Demi Moore. I'm like, well, that's kind of an odd pairing. I guess we'll see what happens. I, I wonder what was going to happen because, you know, you got to make money eventually. And it had been kind of rumored that uh, Stitcher maybe needed to bring in a little more money. I was on the new media show last weekend with uh, Todd Cochran from uh, Blueberry.com and uh, GeekNewsCentral.com and Rob Greenlee from uh, Podcast One and that big network. And we were talking about uh, this Deezer thing, but we also brought up SoundCloud and Rob, who knows every, Rob used to work for Microsoft. Rob knows a lot of people. Rob's been doing this a long time. Rob used to, he had a podcast before there was a podcast, basically. And Rob just, he has a huge amount of information. SoundCloud, we were talking about how there are different funding. Like you have, I don't know, there's like the the angel funding where you get like a bunch of money. Then there's like the super jumbo deluxe angel. And then there's the slightly less angel. And then there's the A, B, C, double K, X funding. Basically, it's I think it's A, B, C. And then there's D. And when you, if you haven't like made your website work and you've gotten your level D funding, you're kind of done. It's like make money or die. And so it's interesting because I saw a while ago that SoundCloud was going to start running ads against the music and they were going to pay everybody, right? We're going to, you can earn money with SoundCloud. Just send everybody to our website so we can play ads against them. And I'm like, okay, because it was interesting, again, that they didn't have anything about podcasting. Podcasting has always been 
at Afterthought with SoundCloud. I'm not a huge fan. I just did something today. I had to replace a file on SoundCloud and literally I, I clicked on the button that said uh, replace file and it sent me into a completely different version of SoundCloud. Like I was in SoundCloud 2.0, I clicked on up, upload the file and it went and all of a sudden my interface changed. It's just clunky. And um, anyway, so they're on, they're almost out of money basically, which is why they want to start running ads. And the other thing that if you haven't heard, a uh, uh, report has come out that the major record labels are having a hard time coming up with a agreement with SoundCloud for people that want to put, you know, licensed music on there and things of that nature. So SoundCloud may be in kind of the same boat that Stitcher is, and I'm speculating here, that they might be running out of cash soon. And this is where, when we talked about them, oh man, probably a couple months ago when I did a comparison of all the, the major media hosts, that I said, I don't understand how their business model works when I can pay them $15 a month and upload up to 30 gigs. That is bad business. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go. And this next piece of news, I'm raising my hand right now. I had something to do with this. And I've been looking for a really easy to use, versatile, flexible theme. And I've known Appendipity themes. I use them on uh, betterdave.com. And I like them, but here's what I want in a theme. I want to be able to change my header, right? I want to add my own little header image at the top. I want to be able to change the colors. And it would be great if I could change the size of my sidebar, but at least let me customize it a little bit. And when I met Joey, who is the man behind Appendipity themes, one of them, I should say, it's Joey and Ian. He said, wait till you see the podcast pro theme that's coming out. He's like, it's unlike anything we've ever done. It's going to blow you away. And so I went over, I bought it. It's $59. Now you do need the Genesis framework. And the Genesis framework is, you guessed it, $59.95. So by the time you get done, you've put out $118 or $119 basically, $120, let's call it that, And uh, for the theme but here's the thing I like about this theme, especially for you guys that have more than one podcast. You can use it on unlimited sites. It's unlimited updates and support. It's really cool. The other thing I liked about this theme, when I logged into it, it's got a lot of different cool functionality. And you would go into a section like the um, related posts. And there's a video right there that says, hey, welcome to the related post section. Let me show you what it does. When you do this and this and that, and you click on that, it looks like this here. Look what it does on the website. Got it? Good. They're like three-minute videos. Oh, here's the header section. Let me show you what we can do here. Click here, click there, click there. So you don't really have to read a manual. Joey walks you through the whole thing. It's really pretty cool. And so I went through, and yep, I can change my, I can change my colors. I can add banner ads if I want. I can have, it works with MailChimp and Aweber if you got a, a newsletter sign up. It works with, um, lead pages. I'm like, wow, this is really, really cool. Except I've got, I was going to put it on ask the podcast coach and I've got about 51 episodes over there and they're all using PowerPress. And I need for this to work for all the cool players to be on the website. I would have to copy and paste every single episode URL to where the MP3 is just copy and paste 51 times. Now that's not 
you know, it's not a death sentence. It's kind of a hassle, right? I could probably hire somebody from Odessa to do this, but I was like, you know, um, I'm not doing that. And so I, uh, emailed Joey. I said, you know, man, I, I met you at uh, podcast movement. I told you, you, you told me it blew me away. This is actually really cool because the, some of the things I I'm like, eh, they make these giant play buttons and some people love them. I mean, your, your audience will never have to guess where's the play button. You can now turn those off, which is kind of cool. And I just went through everything like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty easy. That's cool. That's easy. Wow. That changes. That's flexible. Awesome. Except it didn't work with PowerPress. Now PowerPress is my recommended. It's my favorite player for WordPress. It makes a, a link to download. It makes a link to play in a new window, or you can just stream it right there on your site and you can customize the way that player looks if you want to. And for the record, PowerPress is a plugin for WordPress. That's all it is. It's made, this is where I've had some people get confused with that. So you can use PowerPress no matter who your host is. If you're on Libsyn, you can use PowerPress. If you're on Blueberry, you can use PowerPress. If you're on whoever, um, uh, uh, Spreaker, you can use PowerPress. Now, PowerPress, and this is where it gets confusing, is uh, created and maintained by a company called Blueberry, which is also a media host. Now, do I have to host my files with Blueberry to use PowerPress? No. No, you do not. And that, that confuses people. Now, can you? Yeah, and if you do, you can actually upload your files right there from within WordPress. You don't have to have another login. And it'll also uh, add your ID3 tags as you upload the file. It's pretty slick, but the, the PowerPress plugin is used by a lot of people. And I'm like, Joey, I'm just, just letting you know, buddy, you said you wanted feedback. I'm not really down on putting this on my website because it's going to take me a lot of time to update my website. And, um, I said, you should see if you can get with, uh, the guys over at, uh, at Blueberry and to make a long story short, um, I, uh, introduced Joey to Todd, Todd introduced, um, Joey to Angelo, who's the lead developer of PowerPress. And in the very near future, those two systems, those two um, bits of code, right? The PowerPress plugin and Appendipity themes will work hand in hand. Now that's pretty dang cool. That's really, really interesting. So uh, I was very happy to hear that because ever since I used to use Thesis, if you want to see Thesis, go to weeklywebtools.com while it lasts. I'm probably going to throw this theme on all my themes now because it can work on all of them. Uh, once they get this little kink where they're going to allow this theme and that plugin to basically pass information back to each other. So again, they're both $59.95. So it is going to be $118 bucks if, to, to get it going, which I realize for some people, eh, still a little steep. I get that. There are free themes as well. But if you're interested in this, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash podcast pro, schoolofpodcasting.com slash podcast pro. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Genesis, you can actually get, because the, the, the framework is kind of like the basement and then the podcast pro sits on top of that. But I was very happy to see this because I'm pretty sure I found a theme now that I can recommend to people. And especially once Joey and Ian get this thing working with PowerPress, I think it's a hands down. Uh, and, and part of this is, I've talked about this in the past. I talked at the beginning of the year. 
one of the things that's going to happen in 2014 is more and more people are going to be making systems and products specifically geared towards podcasters. And Joey and Ian over at Appendipity Themes make themes specifically for podcasters. So check it out. Everything we're talking about today, of course, you can find if you go over to our website, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 432. But I'm very excited about that. And uh, I, I think my search is over. If you're new to the show, every Saturday morning at 1030 Eastern Standard Time, I do a live call-in show called Ask the Podcast Coach. Now, I say that now to let you know I'm not doing a show this weekend on, uh, I believe that's November 1st. Yes, we are taking a week off, and uh, but I'm always there. And one of the things I really love about it is I get to be voice-to-voice with people that listen to my show. And I thought it would put a bug in your ear because there will be times when you get an email from someone, when you get a voicemail from somebody, if you get to interact directly with your audience, you need to ask them two questions. So here's a little clip from Ask the Podcast Coach show, and you want to listen to these. And then the other question I should probably ask you, how did you hear about the show? I've I've been um, been listening to you for a long time and I'm one of those people that's been kicking around podcast ideas for well we're getting on to probably two years now okay Craig two years come on buddy uh, and so I've been, I've been a school of podcasting fan and Mike Russell fan and Daniel fan and you know the um, love Ray stuff he doesn't put enough out um, yeah so um, and I've been listening to, you know, Revolutions and NPR and all that for, for so long. I don't listen to radio hardly ever now, and I don't really do TV anymore. <laughs> That's it. Once you, once you find podcasts, you just don't go back to anything else. So. so that would be one question you want to ask people is, how did you find my show? Because there may be people coming to you in a fashion that you are unaware of. And I put this out on my blog. I'm going to wait to talk about this, but I've been asking people to let's reverse engineer how podcasting grows. I think we know we we really get hung up on things like iTunes and new and noteworthy and things like that. But in the end, what I'm really starting to realize is I'm not sure how many people are actually finding podcasts in iTunes. Now, maybe we're different because we're podcasters. And that is true. We are not like our audience in many cases or other podcast consuming people. But I've been asking people, if you want to answer this question, the number is 888-563-3228 or just record it and send it in. Uh, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com is what was the last show you listened to and how did you find out about it? And so in I've had some people respond to this already and I'll play those maybe next week. But I would love to hear your answer to that. What was the last podcast you listened to? Not this one. And how did you find out about it? Was it in iTunes? Did somebody tell you? Did you hear about them on another website? Did you see an ad for them somewhere? Did you? How did you find out about the last podcast you listened to? If you remember how, please let me know. And I'll share that here on the show. Now, uh, the other question you always want to ask somebody who is a listener of your show is this one? Uh, no, I think uh, I think you've got the formula 
down right. And you- and you're like, Dave, what did you ask him? Well, I thought I had the question in there. That's what you get for playing live clips. The question you want to ask them is, what would you like to hear on the show? You've got somebody who listens to your show and says, hey, I love it. And so in this case, Craig from Australia, Craig, thank you, by the way, for calling in to ask the podcast coach, how cool is it that there are, it was probably like three in the morning where he was. And uh, you'll hear here, he didn't have any ideas for what I should, but he also explained why he likes my show. So check this out. Uh, no, I think uh, I think you've got the formula down right. And you, I mean, you're all... Issues are good rather than going over and over the same old things. And I really like how you just do not interview the same old bloody horses <laughs> that are wheeled out. Oh, every, I mean, that, I've given so many people away because I've, uh, I'm so sick of hearing the San Diego crew. Right. And then Skype blew up and it was fun. So he, he let me know. He likes the fact that I don't interview the same old, same old people. And... Uh, I have an idea who he was talking about, but I found that rather interesting. So when you get somebody in front of you that says, I love your show, by all means, have a normal conversation with them. But before you let them out of your site, before you, you know, sign off with your last email to this person, be sure to ask them, how did you find my show? And what would you like to hear on it? What would you like to see on it? What do you like about my show? Get that feedback because that is what's going to lead to better content. Better content is going to get people saying, wow, have you heard this show? This guy's really good. So we're going to reverse engineer why people listen to podcasts. We did this last year as well. Uh, last year, in fact, maybe next week we'll do this. Well, right now we'll, we'll deal with the last podcast you listened to, which is, you know, why, how did you find out about it? But when I think about it, next week is going to be November. And maybe we'll start taking submissions for what is your absolute favorite podcast and why do you listen to it? We did this last year. It was a lot of fun. And by that, you learn a lot about why people listen to podcasts. Not so much how do they find them, but why do they listen? So that's what's going on. If you find a listener, make sure you ask those questions before you let them out of your sight. All right, so... What I want to do with you right now is there's this service coming out called Audello. And we've been saying that internet marketing people are coming into podcasting because it's getting more and more popular and more and more people are starting to understand the power of podcasting. And so there's a guy, he's been around internet, he makes seven figures a year. He's a very successful internet marketer and he has now created this Adelo product. It's in the process of being rolled out. And I'm going to play you a little bit from a video. I have not watched this video. We're going to watch it together for the first time. And I'm going to pause this and explain some stuff. Because as I, I, I started to watch this, I'm like, hold on. I want to share this with you. All right, you ready? Here we go. The dashboard lets you set up new podcasts and automatically distributes them to the podcast networks and their millions of users in minutes with just a few clicks and no technical hassle. You can do that with WordPress. You can do that with Libsyn and have it go to Tumblr and uh, your Facebook page. And you can do this with a numerous different things. So I'm watching here in the video as they're on the screen. It shows them putting in a description for your podcast and the uh, a name, which again, you just do this in WordPress. All right. And by the way, WordPress free. 
This gives you a direct and easy route to the mass user base of these distribution networks. Now I'm looking here where they show you to put up your iTunes image and right there in the software I'm reading on the screen, um, it says it must be 1400 by 1400 wide. So they do have that right. It doesn't say on here that your maximum is 2038 by 2038. And in reality, if I was starting a podcast today, I would make it that size. So it's not really a, a knock on them, but here's my favorite. I'm going to hit play a little more. And this is when I went, all right, I got to hold on for the first time. So here they have a, a screenshot of iTunes, Stitcher, Double Twist and other. This is these are places where you're going to submit your podcast. Now, here's the really bad thing about this. They show you clicking iTunes you can even queue up content to be published automatically. Right. And now, I, obviously, I don't know how they do this, but if you get involved with anything, Never, ever let someone use their iTunes login name and password to submit your podcast, ever. Why? Because later, if you want to leave and you're locked into their system, if you submitted your podcast to iTunes, you can go to iTunes and go, hey, see how iTunes is listening to this website that I don't want to use anymore? I want them to listen to me. You should be able to get iTunes because they're going to go, well, what's your login name and password? You can say, yes, it's my feed. I own it. If you let somebody else submit that, you're kind of messed up. But here's my favorite part of the video that all these big quick clicking and swishing and pictures and things like that. But I went, oh, oh hold on now. Oh, no, oh, oh, no, they didn't. On a scheduled date in the future, putting your post. OK, by the way, scheduling things in the future. You can do that with WordPress. WordPress is free. Cast distribution on autopilot. And if you already have a podcast, you can... Imp I'm, I'm not making this up. It says WordPress, Libsyn. Okay, good for them. Uh, but right now, the man is getting ready to click on a feed burner. Import your podcast into feed burner. Port it into Ordello simply at the touch and of the it, button. Wait, can I... This gives uh, you more... Yeah, they're using feed burner. Oh, okay. Not the worst idea on the planet but pretty much next to worst. Touch of a button. This gives you more power for your podcast than you've ever had before. After your podcast is set up. Okay, so they're talking about reaching millions of people. Uh, you can do that already. It's called iTunes. It's called Stitcher. It's called TuneIn. It's called figure out who wants to listen to your show, find out where they are and tell them about it after you make friends with them. We talked about that in last week's episode. By the way, WordPress is free. It's free. Now you have to have your own website. That's going to run you somewhere between four and eight dollars. Libsyn and Blueberry probably going to cost you another 20. So you're looking at $30 a month tops for a podcast. Dello immediately starts tracking your content with our industry leading advanced analytics. Uh, now, industry leading, this is where I go. Internet marketers get a little crazy. Industry leading, it hasn't been released yet. So who is measuring this to say, oh, this is the best stats ever, okay? I'm just pointing this out. Don't get sucked in by this stuff because both Blueberry and Libsyn have great stats. No other product or service gives you as much detail in one place, breaking down audience engagement, interactions, audio heat maps, geographical data, and traffic sources. This means- Now, if they actually have heat maps, I would love to know what that means. Does that mean I get to see how long somebody listens? That's given to you already in a program called Stitcher. Stitcher is free.
As you grow your audience, it gives you a full picture of exactly what they are doing when they're and where they're at. And you can get all this from both Lipson and Blueberry engaged and where they come from. This can dramatically improve your results. Our powerful desktop app for Mac or PC lets you record, upload and publish new content with a few clicks. It also automatically integrates with Skype to easily record interviews and calls. Okay, I'll give them that. But how much is this going to cost? And oh, by the way, you can, if you have a portable recorder, you don't have to buy software. You can record Skype directly from your microphone. I've talked about that in the past. Using our drag and drop audio player creator, you can customize audio players and playlists with viral features, social sharing, and more in seconds. Most of that you can do with a plugin on WordPress, which is free. You can make playlists with the PowerPress plugin, which is free. I'm just saying they're, they're going to tell you about all this value, which it is. They're, they're, these are cool things. I'm not saying this isn't important stuff. I'm just saying they haven't announced how much this is going to be yet because they're getting you hot and bothered. This is the foreplay of internet marketing. And I don't know what they're going to charge for this, but I can guarantee you because they're going after entrepreneurs because they're saying, look, look, you can have a six figure income in less than four weeks or whatever their outrageous uh, thing is. And I'm just, I'm, I, I have, I don't know if I can watch much more of this. We also have a powerful page creator that allows you to select from our pre-made templates and then add in buy buttons, text, images, opt-in forms, or- And you can get this in any, you can get this in WP Bakery. It's a plugin for uh, WordPress, it's 25 bucks. Viral commenting without having to touch a line of code. Our timed event creator allows you to add engaging call to actions such as opt-in forms, buy buttons, and viral gateways at specific times that you decide during your audio to persuade listeners to take action and captivate your audience. Okay, that you can do with these Viewbix, excuse me, Viewbix, which isn't cheap either. I think that's a hundred dollars a year. And that's a cool feature. So I'll give them that one. All right. There's something, you know, having things pop up when the audio is, but that is assuming that people are listening to your podcast on their website, on your website. Most people are consuming podcasts on a portable device, whether it's a phone or a tablet. And it'd be interesting to see how much of this is going to be, how many of this is in an app? Like how much is it the podcast app and how much is it people are just on a tablet and they're on your website. Easily create entire audio products and pages that help you further engage your audience, spread your message and generate subscribers and revenue with minimal time spent creating content. And on top of all this, you can split test anything you do to see exactly what's working best using our built-in AB split testing. And I guarantee you there's a plugin for that. All right, here we go, mobile app. With our iPhone app and Android to come, you can record and publish audio, interviews, and podcast episodes right from your device while you're at- You can do that with Spreaker. You can do that with Auphonic. You can, you don't even need an app. You can just record it. You can do it with Boss Jock Studio. Out and about, wherever you are, whenever the opportunity arises. Auphonic is free. Boss Jock Studio is nine bucks. Okay, it's going to be released to the public on the 28th. Um, so that's going to be, when is that? That is uh, two days from now. So we'll be talking about this next week. But I wanted to make sure you're aware of this.
because as I just said here, um, most of this stuff is not new. You know, the, the whole, I want to, you know, I want to time release my podcast. You can do that in WordPress. I've got a video for that. I want to uh, click one place and have it go multiple places. That's one of the advantages of Libsyn. You can publish to Tumblr. You can publish to Facebook. There's a whole number of places that you can go with that. And now uh, Libsyn now has it to where you can, you know how SoundCloud has their player on Facebook? You can now do that. You can actually have a streamable player on Facebook. I don't believe it's HTML5 compliant. My whole point of Facebook playing, who's listening to podcasts on Facebook? So I understand that having a, a player on Facebook is cool. And yes, there are a lot of people there. And if it doesn't cost a lot and it doesn't, you know, if it's not a major hassle, okay. But just be beware. I, I don't want to be a fear monger, but I can't wait to see what this thing's going to cost. Can you make money with a podcast? Absolutely. But here's something to keep in mind. And I'm going to thank my buddy Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv and my co-host for Ask the Podcast Coach. Uh, he was talking about people, get in, people getting into podcasting for money is not wrong. The, what's, what I said was wrong is I don't think we accent enough that it may not happen quickly. And even though that is a possibility... But he said, you know, restaurants, people open new restaurants every day. Why? Is it because they love to cook food? Maybe, but probably because they want to make a living doing it. They want to make a living preparing food. And a recent Cornell University study showed that the number of restaurants failing in the first year is closer to 60%, not 90% that often gets quoted. But keep in mind that when you get into podcasting for money, yes, you can. 60% of you, if you follow in the footsteps of restaurants, are going to fail. And I think right now that would be a higher number in regards to podcasting. And so it's not horrible to want to make money with your podcast. That doesn't mean you have to. You may just love to talk and grow an audience, and by all means, that's fine. But because there are people like John Lee Dumas, like Pat Flynn, like Leo Laporte, like uh, whoever, right? There are people out there that are making a living in a podcasting. That's true. And I'm not saying you can't, but it go in with your eyes wide open. And, you know, if you have any questions, go out to the School of Podcasting, leave me a note, and I'll be more than happy to give you my opinion. I'm not against making money. I mean, I'm the guy that wrote the book, More Podcast Money. I explain the different ways you can make money. But when I see this coming in and they're really quoting some bizarre things here, be be very, very careful before you jump into that pool. All right, last up, you're probably wondering, Dave, hey, the, uh, the deadline for the submissions for the New Media Expo has come and gone. It was October 24th, and I got a lot of submissions. How's it going? Uh, good. I'm not sure how long I have to make my decision, but I want to thank everybody who submitted. And um, maybe someday when this is over, I will talk about it a little bit. And um, because some people did a great job and other people, it's interesting. I, I think this is also in podcasting. I think, you know, when somebody's mailing it in, like when you, like I, you have a spot there for the description 
Like, tell me about your presentation. And I'm not making this up. They put one word. One. That was supposed to entice me into going, oh, I, I got to know more. Really? One, and I, I actually thought it was a mistake. I went back and checked the form. I thought maybe this didn't come over right. No, just just one word. So if that was you, um, yeah, you're not going to get selected. Just so you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I thank you so much for your submission, but I'm going to need a little more than um, one word to entice me to go. Oh, I that guy's going to bring, uh, you know, he's going to bring the bacon. And here's how I, I was thinking about this. And I'm not going to say his name, but uh, a friend of mine that uh, has, has worked with different conferences in the past said, think about somebody who knows nothing about podcasting. And so for me, that was my uh, sister's boyfriend. Nice guy, not exactly the most technologically gifted person I've ever met. If he came to me and said, I want to start a podcast, who would I want to explain to him how to start a podcast? And then I thought about Ken Blanchard. I thought about Ryan K. Parker, Ken Blanchard, blackmanwithagun.com, Ryan K. Parker, foodcraftsman.com. These are guys that have been podcasting for a while. And they're probably ready to have their audience get a little bigger, maybe do it a little more efficiently. You know, the, the things that they've got a podcast. Now they're ready to go to a higher level of engagement. And then they're the people that really want to dig deep. And... So I've been thinking about that as I look at these submissions. And I am, in case you're wondering at this point, this is going to be my first strategy. And I'm sure I will add on to this, but I have uh, downloaded this Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to pull the content in without the names. So I don't need my wife to read these to me. Although I might have her do that anyway, because I want somebody with no podcasting experience to go, that sounds cool, uh, to give me at least input on that. And then I'm going to go through and pull just the names and go, oh, that one's that, ooh, oh, that's good. Okay, I know that guy, I know that. And then cross-reference. So I'll have the name and the title. And over on the other sheets, I'll have the title and the description. And we'll see how many times, if the titles match, that's a pretty good chance that you're on to round two, I think is how we're going to do that, at least at this point. So I want to thank everybody who has submitted and uh, I'll be talking with Rick. Rick is the uh, main guy behind uh, the New Media Expo. And he's been all over the place. He's been to the LA Podfest and all points in between. And so I'll be getting with him to find out exactly how long I have to make this decision. And uh, I just want to thank everybody who has submitted it. You have made my job very hard. And I'm, I'm happy about that. That sounds weird. But I wanted this to be hard. I know there were a couple that I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, cool. And I'm, and, and so, cause at first I was like, okay, next, next, next. And then it was like, Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's wow. I would definitely want to see. That's the thing that's going to get me. I'm hoping I'm not going to be too busy the day of the show because I'm like going, I, I want to see half these. So it's going to be cool. So thank you so much. And uh, as always, let me pimp just a smidge. Can I pimp just a bitch? Uh, just a, a smidge here. Uh, you know, if you haven't started a podcast yet, there are a lot of people that are listening to these things and they want to hear from you. You have a lot, you have things to say, you have great experience. And you know what, if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, but Dave, I don't know the technology thing. I don't know anything about building my own website. I don't know anything about audio software. The school of podcasting has step-by-step -step tutorials that'll walk you through every single piece of the way. Does that even make any sense? Every single piece of the way. 
You know what I mean? It's going to get you there. It will get you to the top of the mountain to launch that successful podcast. And if you have any questions, you got little old me to ask a question. And I answer all the emails within 24 hours at this point. And uh, you're never alone on your way to podcasting success. So thank you so much for tuning in. And my way of saying thank you, if you want to sign up at the School of Podcasting, use the coupon code. You ready to write this down? Listener. Listener, write that down, use it all lowercase, and that'll get you some, uh, get you a nice little discount on your first month at the School of Podcasting. So go over, click on the big yellow button there. That'll get you going. And uh, I will see you on the inside of the School of Podcasting. And uh, coming up in the future, we're going to talk about streaming services. Is that a, you know, it's weird because on one hand, I'm all about podcasting, but in the end, we're content creators. And uh, a streaming service has my attention. Then I'm like, hmm, interesting. So we might be looking at that in the future. I will definitely update you on that uh, internet marketing system that's coming out. That'll be out by next week. I'm sure we'll all be abuzz about that. And uh, anything else that you would like to talk about, you can uh, email me, Dave at schoolpodcasting.com. You can call it in. I haven't said this in a while. Courtesy of podcastvoicemail.com. It's 888 888- Five six three three two two eight, and if you're on the podcasts app, you can, uh, or if you're using the School of Podcasting app, you can uh, just click on the button and uh, click right on that phone number and dial away. And lastly, this is like the longest call to action segment ever. <laughs> Live today, you know, like today, like it's your last one. Live tomorrow, like it's your first, and don't ever let your problems bring out your worst. Don't ever take your mind off whatever is your goal. Be true to yourself, baby, and follow your soul. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again next week with another episode of School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements. Take care. God bless.